Welcome to the Love and Freedom Podcast with Peace Ducrier, where she shares the life-transforming truth of God's Word that mends hearts and liberates people. Listen and experience the love of God. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. We are finally concluding our series on three traits to remember when going through trials. Ensure to send your testimonies in because I am sure, I am pretty certain that this series has blessed and transformed lives. Glory to Jesus. You know, we've looked at the first truth, which is that God loves you and will do absolutely anything for you. The second one, which is that God's power is at work in you. We saw our authority. We learned about our authority, our, the power that is at work in us. And we said that that power is a resurrection power and can accomplish anything. And we also looked at how we can make this power available for a change. We looked at what we can dare and we saw that our authority is limitless and it's such that it must be obeyed. And we've been looking at the third truth, which is that God's word is absolute truth. And we've seen the truth of God's word in the different aspect of our lives, in our finances, in our business, in investments, in our career, in marriage, in childbirth, in pregnancy, in safety, in our peace, you know, and we've seen what is the truth? What is our truth? What is the truth of God's word in these aspects of our lives? And I'm sure you are full of thanksgiving. You're full of gratitude to God that he made provision for every aspect of our lives indeed is a glorious father indeed is the one who goes before us and settles everything in our future and comes and holds our hands and take us through that path you know that is why no wonder jesus said be of good cheer because i've overcome the world now today we're going to be looking at something really really important something critical um, we've been talking about God's word is truth. God's word is truth. But what do we do with the word of God? Now that we know these things, what do we do with the word of God? Now, the first thing I want to say about this is Romans 10 verse 10. Romans 10 verse 10 says that for with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The Amplified says for with the heart a person believes, adheres to trusting and relies on Christ. And so he's justified, declared righteous, acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he confesses, declares openly and speaks out freely his faith and confirms his salvation. Notice he said, confirms his salvation. Now, if you listen to me and you've never declared it out that Jesus is Lord, you might want to do that right now. Jesus is Lord, because that's what confirms your salvation. It confirms your salvation. Now, that word confirm, what does it mean? Scripture says it confirms your salvation. Confirm, it means to establish the truth or correctness of something previously believed, suspected. Mm. Okay. To reinforce, to make a provisional arrangement or appointment definite. To make a provisional arrangement or appointment definite, just as you go to the clinic and maybe you book an appointment, then they call you later to say, we're just calling to confirm your appointment, to make it definite, like for sure, certain that this is it. This is my experience. This is what I'm going to get. Now, so it says when you speak your, your faith freely, you are confirming your salvation. 
Now, this is the principle that brought you into the kingdom of God. And this is the same principle that sustains you in this kingdom of God. So what is the word saying? It says, you believe, so you speak. And your speaking confirms, your speaking endorses it. Your speaking endorses it that, yes, I believe. So what do we do with the word of God? We respond to the word of God. Now, you don't just believe the word of God and keep quiet. I don't even see how it is possible for you to believe a thing and you keep quiet. The word of God must be responded to. You must respond to the word. And how do we respond to the word? We speak in agreement with the word. We don't talk against the word. We talk in agreement with the word. You know, Hebrews 13 verse 5 says, it says, let your character be free from love of money. Then he says, for God has said, for he has said, for God himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, the Amplifier puts puts it this way. I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not. God repeats it three times to tell you how certain this is. I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake, nor let you down. Relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Now, this is beautiful. But what I want to show you is that he said, the scripture says that God has said, he has said this, 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 this. Then the next verse says that we may take comfort and be encouraged and confidently and boldly say. So he has said that we might say. So the reason he said that is so that we might say something boldly. So that is why Christianity is called the great confession because it is a talking culture. It is a talking kingdom. We are talkers in this, in this, in this kingdom, in this Christianity, in this faith we are talkers. We talk God's word. We're going to get to that very soon. So he says, he has said that we may boldly say. So when you receive the word of God, God says that word to you so that you may boldly say something. And this truth is replete throughout the, the scriptures. So many, so many, so many scriptures tell you, talk, talk about the importance of saying things, the importance of saying the word of God. The Lord told Joshua, This book of the law shall not depart from your heart and from your mouth. You keep it in your mouth. You keep it in your heart. Just to digress a bit, when we were looking at, um, I know I said it on a passing, we talked about the sword of the spirit, the armor, our, our armor, our weapons, the weapons of our warfare. And we said something about the sword of the spirit. And then we said that is a sword. We said something about the sword of the spirit. And then we said that is the word of God. That the word of God is the sword of the spirit. And when you look at the other weapons or the other armors that we have, they are all for defense. The shield of faith, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. And then he says the sword of the spirit. That is the one we use to attack. What is the sword of the spirit? It is the word of God. So when he says the sword of the spirit, is it the word in your heart that is the sword of the spirit? Because remember, when we saw Hebrews in Hebrews, in Hebrews 4, it says that the word that God speaks is active and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. So he says the word that God speaks and then he says the sword of the spirit. So what is he talking about? He says that the words that we speak. So when he says the sword of the spirit, talking about the word of God, is the word that you release. That is the sword of the spirit. That is your attack. That is what attacks. That is what you use to strike the enemy. 
It is the word that you release. So you don't just keep quiet. In, Christ- in Christianity, we are not quiet people. We are talkers. We talk a lot. Remember David, when he wanted to go against Goliath, see how he was talking. He said, I will cut off your head. I will feed your carcasses to the, to the, you know, he was a talker. That is how we are in this kingdom. You must talk the word of God. Hallelujah. You don't just talk anyhow. You talk the word of God. Now, in 2 Corinthians, we're going to be looking at quite a number of scriptures as we talk, as we go through this. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, your confession is so important. Your confession is very, 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 very important. It is a sword of the spirit. It is very important. In 2 Corinthians 4 13, it says, yet we have the same spirit of faith as he had, as he had who wrote, I have believed and therefore have I spoken. He said, we have the same spirit of faith. Faith talks. Faith is not quiet. Faith talks. So he says, I ha- we have the same spirit of faith as he had. So the writer here is telling us that we have the same spirit of faith that the person who wrote said, so the person who wrote and said that I have believed, therefore I speak. He says, we have the same spirit as the one who said that. So then he goes on and says, we too, we believe and therefore we speak. Therefore, we speak. So we speak as a result of our believing. Now, we don't speak things. We don't confess that, oh, I'm the, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, I have eternal life. Eternal life is working in my body. I can never be sick in my life. We don't say those things so that we will not fall sick or so that we will now not, um, not have, or so that eternal life will really now be active in our body. No, our confessions do not creates realities these are things okay let us look at another scripture a very very beautiful scripture so we don't say these things because we want to change something um obviously if you're feeling the pain in your body you want to change that thing you want to change that situation but we're not saying these things so that it will not create a reality maybe we will not get our healing or anything we're saying it because god has said this god has endorsed this and say and said that he created the heavens and the earth. He said, light be. Now in the new beginning, he endorsed it and said, if any man be in Christ is a new creation and sicknesses, the old nature of sin and sickness, it has passed away. And so we don't say it so that the things, we don't say that, oh, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new for me. And these new things are of God. We don't say it so that it will not create that reality. We say it because this is already a reality. This is already truth. And so we say it in agreement with God. We say it because he said that so that we can respond to him. We said, we say it that we say, we confess our, our, our health. We confess our live and we walk in supernatural health because that is what God has given us. And we do not want to give it up. And so we declare it. We confirm it. We endorse it. Praise Jesus. So second Corinthians verse two, second, first Corinthians two, verse 11 to 12, it says, For what person perceives, knows and understands what passes through a man's thoughts, except the man's own spirit within him. Just so no one discerns, comes to know and comprehend the thoughts of God, except the spirit of God. Now he says, Now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit, who is from God, given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed on us by God. And he says, 
we have not received the spirit of the world, but we have received the Holy Spirit so that we may be able to realize, to comprehend and understand and even appreciate the divine favor, the blessings that God has freely and freely lavish bestowed on us by God. So it means that we already have these blessings. And so he said in the next verse, he says in the next verse, and we are setting these truths forth in words. Now, another translation says, the KJV, we have not received, we have now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak. Now, notice it did not say, this translation did not say, of which things we speak or we speak about these things. We don't speak about them. We speak these things. It says of which things also we speak. So it means that we speak the word of God. We talk the word of God. We talk the wisdom of God. There's a way to talk in this kingdom. You know, when you go to a country when, or when you when you move, when you migrate, um, when you move to a, a different country, a different culture, you start learning how they behave in that culture. You start learning how people are in that culture. You start learning how they talk in that culture. So also, now that you have come into a new kingdom, the kingdom of God, there is a way to talk. There is a way we act in this kingdom. There's a way we behave in this kingdom. And it's not just about we came into a new kingdom and so we need to learn because people here, yeah, we need to like, um, you know, follow suit. No, it is, it is by virtue of we were born in this kingdom. And so it is something that it is innate to us. We, it says we believe, therefore we speak. It is something that is simultaneous. It happens. It just happens that, oh, we have faith and so we speak. It is something that just proceeds out of us. We are not trying to conform necessarily. Not necessarily that we are trying to conform. It is our nature. So as, a Christian, as, a, as Christians, we are talkers. So we speak the word of God. The things that are revealed to us are the things that we speak. So if you're feeling a pain in your body, you know, God does not like complaints. I'm going to show you a scripture in the Bible that shows us that God does not like complaints. So you feel a pain in your body. What do you say? Do you start saying, oh God, take away this pain? You are talking against the word of God. That is unbelief. You are talking against the word of God because the word of God says in Isaiah 53 that he himself in his body, he bare your infirmities. He bare your sicknesses. He took it away. He took away your weaknesses. So what do you see? And then in Isaiah 33 verse 24, he says that they that dwell in Zion, they shall not say that they are sick. They shall not say that they are sick. And in Hebrews 12 verse 22, he says, you have come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God. So now you're in Zion. Your location now is in Zion. And so he says, they that dwell there, they shall not say that, that they are sick. So when you're saying, when you, when people are, that's why you don't, you should not, no matter what you're feeling in your body, never say you're sick. That is talking against the word of God. That is lying. That is being a false prophet over your own life. So what then do you speak? What then do you say when you're sick? You might be feeling the pain. You might tell someone, oh, I'm feeling this pain. But don't say you have the pain because you don't have the pain. What you have is divine health. You might feel it, but what you have is divine health. I told you that observe lying vanities they forsake their own mercy when you feel that pain in your body that's a lying vanity and so what do you see you see and the righteousness of god in christ jesus he took away my infirmities i'm a new creature in christ i don't have that nature of sickness and sin anymore so this pain you are gone this pain you are cursed in the name of jesus christ 
This pain, you have no place in my body. You talk the word of God. You say, they that dwell in Zion shall not say they are sick. And if that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if he dwells in my mortal body, he shall quicken my mortal body. Sin shall no longer have dominion over me, so also sickness shall no longer have dominion over me. Devil, you have no place in my life. I am light. I cannot be afraid of the darkness. This sickness, you are gone. In the name of Jesus. Boy, he gave us his name. Use it. You don't say you are sick. You don't talk against the word of God. You speak the word of God. You say there's, a, there's, there's an economic down, downturn. There's an economic recession going on right now. You don't say, oh, things are hard. Though. Things, you don't say that. He says in Psalms, in Psalms 112, he says, even in darkness, light arises. Light dawns for the righteous. And then you start saying, my path is filled with light. The way God has blessed you, he has blessed you such that it doesn't matter what goes on in the economy. You are prosperous. You are favored. I told you, your location is in Christ. In, look, in Christ, you have everything. It is not in the economy. Just like he said, the peace I give to you is not like the, the one the world, the world gives. The wealth and prosperity that you have is not from the world. He says God gives you the power to get wealth. And so when things are looking somehow, you say, no, I am blessed. I am a blessed man. In the morning, I am blessed. Great is my wealth. Hey, in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, he says God is able to make all grace abound unto you. That you may have everything you need. That you may be self-sufficient, requiring no aid. You say, yes, I, might, I require no aid. I require no loans. I am self-sufficient because God is my Jehovah. He is my big-breasted one. He supplies my needs according to his riches in glory. You say, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing good. They that wait, up, wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. I have all things that I need. Oh, I, 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 I walk in supernatural supply. I am not walking in lack. I refuse to walk in lack because God has supplied everything that concerns me. He has blessed me with all things that I need. All things that I require to live a supernatural natural life to live a godly life he has blessed me with it all things are mine first corinthians 3 21 he says all things are yours all things are yours and you begin to declare all things are yours they tell you at that at that they tell you at your office you will never get a promotion you'll never be promoted because of this this that 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 that, that. no you don't say god they say i will not get a promotion you are complaining god doesn't like complaints i will show you very soon you are complaining you go you say no Promotion comes from the Lord. The favor of the Lord surrounds me like a shield. You talk the word of God. Come on. Praise Jesus. Let us learn a lesson from Jeremiah. Because, you know, a lot of times people say, be vulnerable to God, be vulnerable to God. It's good to be vulnerable to God. Very, it's very good to be vulnerable to God. But there is a way to talk. God doesn't want you crying and beg. You are a king. Come on. Come on now. You're a king. Revelations 1.6 says, He has made you king and priest. He has made you king and priest. You know, in Romans, it says that they that receive the abundance of grace, they shall be kinging in life. That much more, they that receive the abundance of grace, they shall king in life. You are a king. You are kinging now. And kings don't beg. Come on. Kings, they don't beg. Kings, they speak words of power. In Ecclesiastes 8 verse 4, it says, where the, where the word of the king is, where the word of a king is, there is power. Kings speak words full of power. You are a king now. You don't beg. God doesn't want you begging him. You, he has given you the power of attorney. You can't be begging him now. Do you understand it? 
He's resting because he has given you, he has transferred to you the power, the authority. I told you help is not coming from heaven. Help is coming from you. The helper is in you. Greater, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So let's learn a lesson from Jeremiah. Jeremiah verse, Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 17. You know, Jeremiah was, was talking. He said, I sat not in the assembly of those who make merry. He was sad. Nor did I rejoice. You know, there's a command in scripture that says, be, rejoice at all times. Rejoice. Let your joy be full. Jesus said, cheer up, chin up, square up your shoulders, walk with your head high. Come on, do the cat walk. Come on, do the cat walk. Flip your hair, smile, show your, your, your dentition, show your teeth. Be happy because why? I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. And that one transition says that I have denied the world of its power to harm you. I have denied the world of its power to hurt you. That is why when you go through challenges, you say, you say, this cannot break me. This it's not possible for this to break me. I am bigger than the challenge. I am bigger than the than the problem. I am bigger than this sickness. I am bigger than this trouble. Why? Because greater, greater is he that is in me. I am bigger than stress. I am bigger than depression. I am bigger than them all. Because greater is he that is in me. I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. I operate with the strength of God. Jehovah is the strength of my life. Why should I be afraid of anybody when Jehovah is the strength of my life when he's my shield and my protector when he's my shade at my right hand praise jesus i told you jehovah is the one near you not your trouble not your problems glory to god jeremiah fifteen seventeen. he says he was sad he said i sat alone because your powerful hand was upon me for you had filled me with indignation. You must learn to know the truth of God's word. That is why we're taking that, that um, series, the truth of God's word. You must know the, the truth of God's word because the truth of God's word is what will make you a victor in life. You can be afflicted because you don't know the truth. Because when you believe a lie, you welcome the devil into your life. Imagine Job saying that he was not in safety. But when you read the book of Job, you, real, you see that Job was actually in safety. Even the devil knew that Job was in safety. He told God, have you not built an edge of protection around him? Job was protected, but he said I was not in safety. And so he attracted those calamities upon him because of his fear and his negative words that he confessed. Scripture says you shall have what you say. What have you been saying? If you've been saying, you've been talking negatively, there is still time to now start changing it with the word of God. Don't be like Job. All good and perfect gifts come from God. Sickness is not from God. Death is not from God. Scripture says that the last enemy that will be destroyed is death, showing that death is an enemy. Now, Jeremiah is complaining. I told you God does not like complaints. He says, why is my pain perpetual and why is my wound incurable, refusing to be healed? Will you indeed be to me like a deceitful brook, like waters that fail and are uncertain? Imagine what Jeremiah was telling Jehovah. God doesn't like you doubting him. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Therefore, thus says the Lord to Jeremiah, if you return, this is what God now tells Jeremiah. He says, if you return and give up this mistaken tone of distrust and despair, then I will give you again a settled place of quiet and safety. And you'll be my minister. And if you separate the pressures from the vial, cleansing your own heart from unworthy and unwarranted suspicions concerning God's faithfulness, you shall be my mouthpiece. 
but do not yield to them. Let them return to you, not you to the people. Does that convince you now that God does not like you complaining? He says, if you return to me and, and you repent, you, you give up this mistaken tone of distress and despair, then I'll give you again a settled place of quiet and safety. Your words are so important. Your words are so, so important. What have you been saying? Have you been talking against God's word? If you have, or have you been silent? You've just been keeping it in your heart to say, I'm meditating. Meditating is not just thinking on the word of God. It is roaring. It is shouting the word of God. You know, one of my favorite ministers, he would say, until you start meditating on the word of God, you will look for faith and you won't find faith. And that meditating is not just, you think about it, you think, you brood upon it, you brood upon it until you shout it, you write that, yes, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am born again. I live now by the law of the spirit of life and the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away. I am new now. I walk in the realm of life. I live by the law of life. Sickness has no place in my body. No pain has a place in my body. I am walking in the realm of life. I am living by the law of the spirit of life. I walk in divine health. I walk in supernatural health. I refuse to have the experiences of the world. My experiences are supernatural. In the name of Jesus Christ, I refuse to give up my authority. I refuse to give up my place in Christ. I have been found in Christ. Christ is now found in me. There is no space for sickness. Where the spirit of the Lord dwells, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The spirit of God dwells in me. I am that temple of God. I am that city of God. I am full of glory. I am full of life. The glory of the Lord is radiating through me. I give expression to the life of God. I give expression to the glory of God. I am full with full of light. I cannot be afraid of the darkness. I am the light of the world. I am the salt of the earth. Great is he that is in me that he that is in the world. Eternal life is active in my body. Eternal life is swallowing up every sickness. Eternal life is working in my body. The word of God is working in me. The word of God is acting in me. The word of God is active in me. The word of God is prevailing mightily in my body. In the name of Jesus. You see, I am never alone. Because scripture says that he will give his angels charge over me. He has given his angels special orders to protect me wherever I go. When you are going out, you say, I am not alone. Angels have gone ahead of me. Angels have cleared the path for me. You say, my angels, let us go. Learn to talk God's word. You're feeling depression. You're feeling depressed. You know those symptoms of depression. You know it comes at this time of the month or it's been on for a while. You know you are feeling that thing. You go into your closet. You sit down. You see depression? When I have the spirit of God in me, how can I be in bondage again? No, 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 no. There is a river. There is a river. There is a river. Whose stream, whose stream may glad the city of God. I am that city of God. The stream is in me. He says, out of, out of he that believes out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. That rivers of living water makes me glad. He says, in the presence of the Lord, there is joy. There is joy. The presence of God is in me. I have joy in my spirit. I have joy in my spirit. You begin to laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, hey, hey. You you begin to laugh you begin to dance and say depression you are gone depression you are gone no darkness around me the light of god shines around me in the name of jesus angels around me they say do you know in your neighborhood there's been a lot of trouble there's been a lot of fighting there's been a lot of robbery kidnapping you say really 
God is the one near me. God is the one surrounding me. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so also the Lord surrounds me. He has given his angels charge over me. They protect me. The Lord surrounds me. His massive arms wrap around me. I am protected. The Lord is my protection. No evil shall befall me. No evil can befall me because the Lord is my protection. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is the one shielding me now. He never lets me go. He will never leave me alone. He will never lose his grip over me. I am protected. In the morning time, I am protected. They say there is a pandemic going on. You say a thousand shall fall at my right hand. Ten thousand shall fall at the other side. None shall come near me. No evil shall come near me. No evil or plague can befall me. Because the Lord is the one surrounding me. I have been found in Christ. I have sunk into Christ. Oh, glory to Jesus. Oh, my How can I be sick anymore when Christ is my health? How can I be sick anymore when Christ is my health? Christ in me, Christ in me, the glory has arrived. Say the path of the just shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Don't ever say, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. No, the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. You say, my path is getting glorious. People say, oh, it looks like you've reached the peak of your career. You see me? No. My path is like a shining light, shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Say you've not seen anything yet. They say you are braggadocious. You say, no, I make my boast in God. Look at, look at David. I'll cut off your head. I will do this. I will do that. You say he was braggadocious. But what happened? Look at the three Hebrew boys. They said our God is able to deliver us. But even if he will not. And everyone that bragged, bragged about God, none of them were put to shame. You cannot be put to shame. They that look to the Lord, their faces remain radiant. They will never be put to shame. Don't fear in your heart and say, ah, if I'm saying these things now, what if this thing, this happens, that happens, de 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 No, don't have those concerns. Don't have those concerns at all. Because the word of God is God and the word cannot fail. You know, scripture says that heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will remain. The word of God remains. Glory to Jesus. Hebrews 10, 23 says, hold fast. Hold fast to the confession of your faith, to the profession of your faith. Profess your faith. Confess your faith. Say this, of which things we speak freely. We speak them. We speak them out. Be bold. Be bold. He has not given you a spirit of timidity. Be bold. Say what you believe. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I trust that you've been blessed with this series. I'm tr I trust that this series has blessed and changed your life. Keep listening to this word. The more you look, the more you're transformed into the same image that you see. Keep looking at the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make sure you send your testimonies. Make sure you share how this series has transformed your life. And do share your thoughts, your testimonies, and everything with us. We'll be glad to respond to you. Thank you so much for listening. I trust that you're even more glorious now after listening to that life-transforming message by Peace Dukuye. I invite you to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life by praying thus, O Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. 
am now a child of God. Hallelujah. Congratulations, you are now a child of God. If you desire to go deeper in the Word of God, please click on the link in the description to check out more in-depth messages on Connect with Peace's blog. For counseling, questions, and inquiries, please send an email to the Love and Freedom Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow Peace on Instagram at Connect with Peace.